0: Welcome to Trinity United Church Lagos podcast. And now for today's teaching. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Hallelujah. Let us bow our heads and pray. Our Father and our God, it is just by your grace that you have brought us together, either online or physically, to worship you and to know you better. We are grateful to you for how you sustained us in the days past. And thank you, Lord, that we can agree with the psalmists, And he says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. My prayer is that, Lord, we will not go back the same. Feed us. Reveal yourself to us that we will know you better and live all the days of our lives for you. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. It looks to me that the prayers we have prayed the hymn we have sung has already preached the sermon. I'm tempted to say the benediction so that we can go home. As we take the second in the series of on, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heavens and earth, and in all things visible and invisible. If you add the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, that captures all that it means. In our previous discussions last week on God's existence, I want to re-echo the poem that my nursery teacher taught me. Who has seen the wind? Neither you nor I. But when the trees are bending low, the wind is passing by. You don't need to see God to believe him. But you have to believe him because of the evidence that you get. And our attention was drawn to the facts that scholars have sought in various ways to prove the existence of God. And this morning, we'll be reoccurring some of these. The summary we took from David L. Cooper, I want to read again from the Philosophical Reasoning about the existence of God. It says that there is standing behind the universe a power adequate to produce the changes and the phenomena which we see today. That this power possesses intelligence and volition, and that this being is a personal one who possesses in an infinite degree, the attributes of intelligence, volition, and a moral character. That is the God about whom we talk. You can call him a force. You can call him power. You can call him an energy. But he is more than these. He is the embodiment of all that there is. We saw how when the Israelites were struggling in their faith, God asked Elijah the prophet to gather the prophets of Baal and the priests of Baal and meet at Mount Carmel for an encounter. And there, God proved himself that he is the thunder god. He is the god who is the consuming fire, who consumed the stones, the Uh, the sticks, the altar, the water, and the sacrifice that was upon the altar. That is our God. He doesn't set fire with matches. Today we continue by looking at God and how his works prove his existence. The hymn we send, draws our attention to the fact that there are so many things around us that we can look at and appreciate God through his works. The passage we read from the book of Job. If you take time to read the book of Job, we realize that this was a man of whom the Bible testifies as being blameless and upright. One who feared God and made sacrifices on behalf of his children when they went for parties. With a feeling that perhaps the children might have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Job 1, 1 and 4, 5. So you can see that this was a man who was through and through upright and blameless. Making sure that everybody in his house and everything in his house was kept under this canopy of uprightness. In the midst of seeking to be upright, he suffered many challenges. And the interesting thing is, these were caused by the fact that Satan wanted to make a point to God that Job feared God for a reason. Because God had protected him or built a hedge around him and his household. That was why he feared him. If God would take away these things, Job will show the true size of his life. So God gave Satan the go-ahead. And when he was given the go-ahead, he tormented Job's life. In fact, if you have time to read the whole book of Job, it got to some point where he would even say that he wished that he was not born, that he was kept in the mother's womb, or that even when he came out, he should have died. Because he just could not stand these things. Sometimes you read the texts, and it gives the impression that The man in his heart is really aching. It's only words that are left in his mouth to to tell God something. It was in the midst of this that Job chapter 38 is found. And the narrator presents it in a very interesting way. After Job had complained severally, the Lord comes. I'm sure he carried a deep voice. I don't know which type, the way you see God, whether you see him with a deep voice or a small voice. You just picture that. And the question he asks, who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Dress up or brace yourself up action, like a man, I will question you, and you make the answer known to me. I'm sure that would have terrified Job. And this morning, anyone who is listening to me, going through some struggles and things that God has left him or her. And it's in a situation like that of Job. Thinks that God has gone asleep. sleep. God says, brace yourself. And some of the questions he asked from verse 4. Starts with, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Verse 5. Who marked off the earth's dimensions? Those of you who are into construction, I'm sure you'll understand this English better. Who stretched a measuring line across the earth? Surely you know. Sometimes I look at where we are positioned on this earth. And I wonder how it would have been like, maybe, if we have gone either higher up or lower down. Those of you who have done science, you tell us that there are so many planets, and yet we are on Earth. Why were we not put on Mercury, on Neptune, and are on the Earth? Who measured and saw that the distance between the sun and this earth will sustain life and put us here? That is the question that the creator is asking. And then he moves to the sea. And from verse 8 to 11, he says, Who shut up the sea behind doors? When it burst forth from the womb, and fixed limits for it, and set its doors and bars in place, saying, This far you may come, and no further. Here is where your proud waves should halt. We are in Accra, so we are privileged to have seen the sea. If you are here, you haven't gone to the sea, the coast, it will be good to go on an excursion. And to see these ocean tides. And for these ocean tides to come and drop at the feet of where you stand. That which is able to turn turbines. That which is able to generate. Energy just drops. As if somebody has drawn a line there to say that when you get there, stop. And the Lord is asking Job, who is it that did this? Do you have an answer? Do you know the person? In verse 12, he says, have you ever given orders to the morning? Or shown the dawn its place. Now you realize that of late. The days have become. The the, the night has become longer. And the days shorter. So 6 p.m. It is still dark. I'm sure if you and I had the power. We will go and turn it back. So that by 5.30. We can see. Lights. But we don't have the power. And the Lord is asking. Who is it. That is behind this. Have you journeyed to the springs of the earth or walked in the recesses of the deep? Verse 16. Then verse 17 says Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the shadow of death? And you thrive in life and you are blessed. And he say, "There is no God." The psalmist has an answer for those people. I don't want to say it here. But he says, if you say there is no God, after observing all these things, you have to see the psychiatrist. I have some little science in me, and when you look at how the scientists will take our urine and do all the things and tell the doctor what is happening in our body. It tells you of the greatness of God. When you go to the corn mill, I hope you see the size of the corn mill that grinds the corn. And you and I have a cornmeal that is capable to fit only this place. And it can grind and grind far better even than the cornmeal. Sometimes the light goes off and the cornmeal will cease. This one, it doesn't cease. That is the doing of God. If we take time to observe the environment we are in, Sometimes just take time off. If you live in some apartments where you can't see the light properly, come down or come around. Just look at the butterflies with different colors. Or in the evening, just especially around 5, 435, just look at the skies and the various shades of color added to the skies. When you travel in the airplane, just look at where your plane is. Somebody will say you are through, 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 through. And yet, the pilot will tell you that you are nowhere through, through, through. That is the doing of God. The Lord also makes us know that by his works, He seeks to communicate to us who he is. Let me do some funny exercise. Just look at the person sitting on your left or right. Look at the person's forehead. The person's eyes. The nose. Now, If I were to ask you to turn to the other side, you see that even though we all have nose, our noses are not the same. There are some of the noses, when you look at the nostrils, you might think the volume of air that goes into (laughs) It's enormous. But the body is able to contain that volume. And there is no crashing. You know, if I have been involved a little, you know, in designing before, I mean, in engineering. And when you think about designing, what goes into it? And how God positioned the nose. He could have put it on our cheek. How he positioned it centrally. So that it can draw from both sides. Now that the weather has changed, if you should get some congestion, this is congestion. I know, I'm sure you know how it feels like. And just by a deep breath, the air enters and the lungs receive them. These are the things God wants us to look at. The men who are married, when you go, just look at your wife. If you like, since you have been given authority, let us strip. And just admire her. And vice versa, the men, the woman to tell the man. And you will realize that even though we are all human beings, the man and the woman are not the same physically. While our hair as short as men, the woman's hair, even if they have not really used anything, it grows longer and faster. Why? That is the doing of the Lord. So the works of God communicates volumes about his existence. For which reason, we have no doubt or no cause to doubt his existence. And therefore, to help us believe in the affirmation in the creeds that I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, we can look at the works of God to strengthen our faith in this God. If you are a scientist and you go to observe under the microscope or you are one who works on human beings, as you practice your profession, look at the beauty of God in these people. There are so many things around us. And if only we will make time to look at them. We'll be so appreciative of what God has done. You know, the, the animals around us, the dogs and others in our homes, this economic whatever it is, they are not looking at figures. Old. But every day they will eat. Every day they will eat. The birds will continue to move from one place to the other. And will always eat. And if God is able to feed these, is he not able to feed you and I who have been created in his image? Our God is a living God. Oh Lord, my God. When I in awesome wonder Consider all the works Thy hands of made, I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder Thy path through us The How great thou art, how great thou art. So when your pocket is dry, go and look at the ravens, go and look at the lilies, go and look at the grass. You know we are in the dry season. But sometimes when you go and observe some of the trees out there, this is the period that they have shed their old leaves and are picking up brand new leaves. Even though there is no water, they are thriving better. The farmer goes to farm. And what he sees or she sees It's a proof that his labor or her labor has not been in vain. Why did God not allow the sunlight to remain for 24 hours? I remember the little signs that I was told that plants grow in the direction of light. I I think it's phototropism or something. So it means if the light had stayed on for 24 hours... Our plants will spend all their energy and time just growing taller and taller, longer and longer. But there is darkness. And then it gives them room to process the energy they have drawn from the lights. Beloved in the Lord, there is another understanding we need to get of God and his works. That just as the manufacturer is the best person to call upon when the device that he or she has designed and produced breaks down. In the same way also, when any part of creation breaks down, God has the power to intervene and make changes. If we are ill, or if we are distressed, God is the one who can restore us. So once again, as we said at watch nights, it is better to remain in the boat than to jump out. If you jump, you will drown. Rather, if we cry unto this God, This God will prove Himself as the miracle-working God. Master, the tempest is raging; the billows Shots. when people are giving way, Because our God can cross the storms. If you are into the field where you work on things that God has created, I want to encourage you, when you get to a point where you are, you've run short of ability, go to him. It will make a difference. You might be an engineer, you are trying to solve a problem. You are doing some construction or building some foundation and all your calculations are filled with all the factors of safety. Go to the master builder. He will open your eyes and say, ah, so the problem is just here. We can testify of that. When we have people who are so difficult, let us know that those difficult people were created by God. So let us go to God and tell Him to tame them. Than we try on our own to tame them. Because if we try, we might end up fighting. Our God is the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who created the visible and the invisible. And so I believe in God, the Father Almighty. Let us bow our heads and pray. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty? The maker of heavens and earth? And of all things visible and invisible, I want you to say a word to him. Look at the way you and I have been created. The person into whose face you looked might not look so much like you. And these are the handiworks of our God. Our Heavenly Father, you alone are the God who can reveal yourself to us. We need an experience of you, Lord, to add to those things that you have shown us in your works. So Lord, this morning we ask, may you continue to reveal yourself to us that we will gain this experiential knowledge that no one can take from us so that we can always affirm in the depth of our hearts that we believe in you. Lord, reveal yourself to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We are glad you joined us for today's episode. To engage with us and more, kindly search for Trinity United Church on YouTube and Facebook and follow us. You can also join us every Sunday on the premises of the Trinity Theological Seminary Lagos. Thank you.